Psychic Development, an audiobook written and read by Chris Cordes. I am the author. What is psychic? Don't confuse psychics with mediums. Mediums are people who can speak to the dead, who can relate more to spirits. But we're not going to go that far. We're going to talk about psychicness and how to develop your psychic abilities. Now, there are many different types of psychic abilities. You have clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognizance, clairsentience, and much more. We will not go deep into the psychic way, but we're going to train you to become psychic. And this is one of the best audiobooks to, to learn. So you need to learn the right way. Every psychic has a different ability. Some psychics possess all the abilities. Now don't confuse a psychic with having a crystal ball and looking through it and seeing the future, that's not reality. That's not what a real psychic is. But there are some crystals that you can buy to help you become psychic. Introduction. We all have an inner voice. We all possess an inner voice, but we rarely listen to it. Our inner voice is very sweet, soft, and subtle. Your inner voice is your guiding system. But most of us never listen to our inner voice because we are so bombarded by our ego and our daily routines. So what do we do? We get up, we eat. We go to work, we come back, we eat, we sleep. We're on autopilot. And that's why we never listen to our inner voice. Our inner voice helps us. It shields us. It protects us from bad things that might happen to us. Your inner voice is always there, and it is guided by someone called your spirit guide. We will come to the spirit guide later on. But now let's go back to the psychic abilities. So, I have the gift of claircognizance. What is claircognizance? Claircognizance means all-knowing. Means you know when something's going to happen, or you know when you're going to get a phone call, or you can read people's auras. An aura is something that is around a person, and you can know if they're good or bad. I will give you an example. I was sitting in a diner in London, and I saw a guy, and I immediately felt anxiety and weird feelings. So I went up to the guy, 
and I bluntly told him, I have a very negative vibe about you. He looked at me, took his coffee, and left. The next day, I was reading the newspaper, and I saw his face in the newspaper. He had been caught for raping seven women. You see, my intuition was right. I did sense something evil and negative about him. You see, we all deserve to be psychics, not only to help other people, but to protect ourselves. You don't need to possess all the psychic abilities to become psychic. If it's clairvoyance you want, then you do need to open your third eye. Your third eye is called the Ajna. The Ajna is a third eye, and it is located right in between your forehead, and that is the third eye. There is a crystal that will help you do that with meditation. We'll talk about that later. Right now, let's continue about psychic abilities. Clear audience is something that is not very common for everyone, but you can hear things happening, and you know by hearing that something is wrong or something is great, then you have clairsentience. That's a topic that's more advanced, and we won't get into that. But let's Imagine, I give you a locket, and then you touch it, you sense it. And I gave it once to a psychic, and she touched it, she sensed it, and she told me, this belonged to your grandmother, didn't it? And I said, yes. So by objects, we can pinpoint things, we can tell things. There's so many psychics that are helping the police with investigations, with murders. They help solve crimes. They don't look through a crystal ball and say, yes, his name is such and such, he's the killer. No, it doesn't work like that. You just pick up on things. You pick up on so many things. And in order for you to receive that psychic power, you need to believe, first of all. We're going to go through an exercise to just open up your third eye a little bit. So find a comfortable place where you won't be disturbed and just relax. You can pause this audio and come back to it. Are you ready? Let us begin. So as you close your eyes, look up. 
right in the middle of your forehead and imagine this violet color, this indigo violet color spiraling around and around and around your forehead. Imagine it becoming bigger and bigger. Do you see it? Put more color into it. Look at it. Let it spiral again and again and again. Once you have done that, you can open your eyes and come back. In this audio, we're going to do exercises and meditations to help you become psychic. So you need to decide what kind of psychic you want to be. What psychic ability do you want to have? See, I have developed clairvoyance too. Clairvoyance is seeing the future. But you can't see all the future because the future keeps changing. But what you do see is events, fragments of pictures, important things, colors, objects, and things of that nature. If you're not a person who's interested in seeing things, but a person who wants to know things, then you have to start by questioning. A lot of people forget that. They forget to question things in life. For instance, why is this happening? What is going on with this? What is that? So start asking questions and play a game. For instance, you're at home and you want to know what your mom is doing or what your husband or your wife is doing. So you ask, I wonder what my mom is doing today. And you don't think, you just let images come by. And if you see her talking on the phone, you have to call her. This is an exercise. Call your mom and ask her, were you on the phone? And if she says yes, that's a validation. That means you were right. Always question things with I wonder. I wonder is a very good exercise. I wonder what my husband is going to bring me for lunch tonight. Think of these things. Question everything. You have something in you that's called an intuition. We all have an intuition, but to some degree. Some people are just so superficial and they're up in the air and they're not grounded. A good stone 
to help you, a good crystal to help you become grounded is a garnet or a bloodstone. How to develop your intuition. You need to stop using your brain and feel. It is by feeling that you get answers. Try to feel whatever it is, whatever is coming to you, try to feel it out. This is what intuition is, your gut feeling. What does your gut tells you? What does your gut tell you at all? What does it say? It's always saying something. For instance, you have met someone and you like that person and you feel it in you that they're a good person and you want to talk to them again. You have that gut feeling that you need to call them. So what are you waiting for? Pick up the phone and call them. That is your intuition guiding you, telling you to do it. Always trust your gut. Your gut is your inner voice. Your inner voice is in your soul. Your soul is located in your solar plexus, right below your ribcage. How to open your third eye. Your ajna is your third eye. And it is located right in between your eyebrows and your forehead. There's the best stone to open the third eye. It is the best crystal. It is called the lapis lazuli. It is a blue stone with golden dots on it. The lapis lazuli with meditation will help you open the third eye. But before that, you need to know that your third eye is connected to your pineal gland. The pineal gland is located in the center of your brain. It is like a little walnut that's very small. So what do we do to enhance and enlarge the pineal gland. You need to avoid fluoride. Fluoride is found in toothpaste. And you need to eat a lot of hazelnuts. Hazelnuts are known to make the pineal gland work properly. So, Let's do a little exercise for the third eye. Now, you can go and buy the lapis lazuli as a necklace or as a bracelet. It doesn't really matter. Close your eyes and then focus inward. and focus on your third eye. Imagine an eye that is closed. 
and now imagine opening it. Once you do that every day, a three-minute exercise, you will soon open your third eye. We're going to do a little meditation to meeting your spirit guide because your spirit guide is the one that will help you with your psychic journey. Your spirit guide is always there to help you. He's always sitting on your right side. So find a comfortable place where you can meditate and where you can relax and do this meditation regularly for 30 days. So find a place, a comfortable place where you won't be disturbed and we will start. You can pause the audio now and come back to it when you're ready and use your headphones or earphones or earpods. Are you ready? Let us begin. Start by closing your eyes. Relax the muscles around your eyes. Relax your forehead. Feel your knees getting lighter and lighter and then feel them getting heavier and heavier. Feel your body just relaxing. I will count down from five to one and you will start relaxing completely. Not a care in the world. Five. Listen to my voice. Four. Relaxing. Three. Feeling so at ease. Two. Feeling so relaxed. One. Completely relaxed. Listen to my voice. Listen to the sound of my voice. Notice the way that I'm speaking. Every word heightened. Every word heightened. Just follow the sound of my voice and relax. Imagine you are by the beach and there's a little boat and that boat works alone. It has an engine that works on autopilot. So you climb into that boat, you sit, watch the sun, and let that little boat take you. The waves of the ocean, they're beautiful. 
the boat takes you into a cave. A cave that has turquoise water and it's shining like a beautiful, beautiful stone. So you see a man sitting on a chair. The boat stops and you climb up and sit next to that man. Start by asking him questions. He is your spirit guide. Ask him questions like what is his name? Look at him. What does he look like? Is he tall? Is he dark? Is he light? Does he wear glasses? Does he not wear glasses? And just relax. Now, you can ask him for his name. And if you don't get the answer, it's okay. You can make up a name for him. He's fine with that. My spirit guide's name is Leo. So you greet your spirit guide and ask him all the questions that you want and ask him to answer these questions in your dreams. So when you wake up from your dream, you will always have the answers. Sometimes you will get an answer from your spirit guide directly. It will shock you how easy it can be. When you have finished all the questions, thank your spirit guide, give him a hug, and go back to the boat. The boat quickly takes you far away from the cave and back to shore. Now I will count from one to five and you will wake up. One, feeling excited. Two, feeling psychic. Three, feeling so good. Four, feeling rejuvenated. Five, feeling ecstatic and awake. You can open your eyes now. Now you have met your spirit guide for the first time. What did you feel about this experience? Was it good? Did it make you feel good? Did you feel comforted? Because that's the way you should feel. Your spirit guide is always there to help you and protect you. How to become more intuitive. All good psychics and real psychics are very, very intuitive. They don't listen to their brain and to their ego. 
They listen to their first impression. You see, your first impression is the right answer because it is your feeling, it is your gut feeling that comes first and it guides you in knowing. People ask me, how can I be psychic? Is it so difficult? I tell them, no. What does your vibe say? What does your vibe say? It means what are you feeling? Feeling is everything. You need to trust your inner voice. Start by finding it. There are signs everywhere. There is a good book that you can get. It's called Angel Numbers. It's by Cal Gray. I will tell you two numbers from the book that are always great. 1010 and 1111. When the time is 1010 and you keep getting that all the time, it means you're at the cusp of something miraculous. 1111 means you are one with the universe. I used to always get 1010 and receive a lot of good things. You have something that's called your higher self. And in order to tap into your higher self, you need to be grounded. And the best chakra to be grounded is your root chakra, which is red. We're going to do a little exercise on the root chakra to get you grounded. Now find a comfortable place to relax. You don't need to lie down. If you do, that's fine. You can sit because it's a very quick exercise. Your root chakra is at the base. So now close your eyes. Close them well. And focus on your base, on the root chakra, which is red. And imagine a red spiral, spiral, spiral that's turning around and around and around and around. And it's moving to your feet. And it's grounding you. It's moving to your feet. Your feet feel very heavy. And you feel all the burden, fears, struggles, whooshing down your feet and going into the soil and becoming something beautiful. Imagine Mother Nature taking all your fears, all your pain, all your worries away by removing everything that is there in the root chakra, bringing it down to your feet, 
and into the soil and making it something else. And now you can open your eyes. There is a story that I'm going to share with you about a flight attendant. Now, she never wanted to be psychic or ever had any spiritual thing in her. But that was the day she listened to her inner voice. So she was driving and then she heard a voice say, why don't you have a donut? And she said, well, that's strange. I usually don't eat donuts. She kept on driving. Then the voice said again, softly, why don't you have a donut? She even thought that was stranger. It was really strange. She saw a truck pass by with photos of donuts and Dunkin' Donuts. So she saw a gas station and decided to park there and have a donut. So she went into the gas station store, bought a donut, went back into her car ate it, and then realized that her fuel was almost empty. The gas was almost empty. She filled it up to the maximum and drove away and arrived to work on time. If she hadn't listened to her inner voice, guiding her, telling her things. She would have been stranded in the middle of nowhere with no one to help her. My parents have always been open to spirituality. We've never been a religious family. And my parents always asked me what I feel about things. They wouldn't let me always use my brain, so I would feel things. As a child, it was very easy for me to pick up on things, things that are happening or will happen. Part 2. What crystals can make you psychic? Let's talk about crystals for a while. Crystals have become very famous for healing and helping. The first stone that I want to talk about is the amethyst. The amethyst is a very spiritual stone, and it helps a lot with clairvoyance. Another stone is the lapis lazuli, the one that opens your third eye. Then you have a stone that is a bit more rare. It helps with psychic abilities. It's called an iolite. Iolite is good for psychic abilities. Also, you have sodalite. 
So the light also helps with psychic abilities. But to me, the most powerful stone to help you with all your psychic needs is the Labradorite. The Labradorite is a very good stone to help you meditate and move forward in your psychic journey. So we're going to do a meditation now. And I would really like it if you got a Labradorite necklace. So what do we do first when we have crystals? How do we cleanse crystals? Because there's a ritual for crystals. Let's say you decided to get an amethyst or a labradorite. Let's say you got the labradorite. It's a necklace or a bracelet, doesn't really matter. You buy salt that is very cheap. You buy a bag of salt that's cheap. Then you get a little bowl and you fill it up with salt. You put the crystal in the salt and then you add water. You turn the crystal around in the salt and water. You turn the crystal around and around and around till the salt becomes water, till the salt becomes like an ocean, salty. Then you leave the crystal inside the bowl for half an hour. So it gets rid of all negativity and whoever had touched the stone. Then you get sage or palisanto. And then you burn the sage or palisanto and you move it around the crystal. Let the smoke infuse the crystal. Once you've done that for about five minutes, then you need to charge your crystal. Some people say we charge our crystals by putting it in the sunlight. Well, for some crystals, it's not good to be in the sunlight. So, it's best to charge it with your intention. So, you take the stone and put it on your right hand and close your hand, make a fist, and say your intentions out loud seven times. Ask the crystal to do what you want it to do. The Labradorite is not only good for psychic development, but it's also good for manifesting. So as you charge the crystal with your intentions, say it strongly, powerfully, and clearly. Then you can wear the crystal. Now, 
They say if you are getting a crystal that is a bracelet, you should always wear it on your left hand. The left hand is to receive. The right hand is to give. So you receive energy with the left and you give energy with the right. That's how all energy workers do it. I remember once I was feeling so depleted and so tired that I needed a vacation. So I went to Sri Lanka and I went to a hotel by the beach, a resort. It was beautiful. The ocean was amazing. The pool was gorgeous at night. So I went and... The nuts there, the cashew nuts, were more expensive than a meal. So I decided to have french fries. So I had french fries and I had a martini. And then I left. I told the hotel that I wanted to walk in the village. It was at night. And they told me it wasn't safe for you to walk at night. I said, I just want to go somewhere by, you know, nature, just to walk around the forest. There wasn't any forest, but there was kind of, they took me around this place. It was like a garden. I told the driver I'd like to sit there for a while. I sat there. And there was a man, all dressed in purple. And he came to me, and he told me, Don't look so sad. I told him, Excuse me? He said, Yes, you've been very sad. I said, How do you know that? And then he said to me, you came here to relax. You came here to get away from your family and problems. He said, but you know what? You're very strong. You don't need to worry about these things. You need to go back relax, and start over again. As I looked down his feet, he was barefoot. But the thing is, he wasn't walking. His feet were above the ground. And I said to myself, this is very strange. So he kept on talking to me and telling me, I have been watching you all this time. Don't you worry. Things will get better. And then I, I just looked at my time, at my watch. I looked back at him and he was gone. And then I just realized that I had been speaking.
to my guardian angel. So when that happened, I felt a sense of relief. I felt lighter and I felt good about myself. So I went back to the hotel. I had a delicious lobster and fish and noodles. It was delicious. And I enjoyed my trip and then I went back home. And then I just thought about it, about that guardian angel. He was white with blue eyes. I don't know if he was an archangel or just a normal guardian angel, but I knew definitely that he was an angel because he wasn't walking. He was floating. Part 3. Developing Your Psychic Abilities So now you have learned that you have gifts, even though you haven't mastered them yet, but you will. We will begin with a great meditation now. This meditation should be repeated, so go back to the audio and repeat it every day. So find a comfortable place where you can lay down and relax. The best choice is your bed or on a long comfortable chair. Forget all your problems. Forget everything. Forget the past. Forget the future because the present moment is the most important thing. The present moment is all you have. Now let's start developing your psychic abilities. Start by closing your eyes. There will be no countdown. We will start immediately. So close your eyes. Relax. Let the muscles of your eyes relax. Let your jaw relax. Let your shoulders relax. Your torso relax. Your knees, your feet relax. Let them be stuck to your bed, stuck to the floor. Try to raise your right arm up and you feel you can't because it's so heavy and you're stuck to the floor. You're grounded. You're feeling good. Now follow the sound of my voice. Follow the sound of my voice. That's all you need to know. Just relax. Notice the way that I'm speaking. 
Notice every word heightened. Every word heightened. And just follow my voice. Now imagine that you're looking up at the sky. And instead of white clouds, you see purple clouds. And these purple clouds are moving. They're moving. And you follow them. Now imagine you're flying. Fly to them. Follow the purple clouds. These are beautiful clouds. They look like cotton candy. You try to pick a piece of the cloud and you put it into your mouth and you digest it and it does taste like cotton candy. Now imagine that in the sky there's a door. You need to open up that door. Open the door now. Once you open the door, there's nothing but darkness. The door closes behind you and gets locked. And you sit on the floor. It is a hard wooden floor. And you look around you. It's just a tiny room with nothing there. And then you notice this bright white light surrounding you. Now imagine that white light is creating a circle all around you, a big white circle. Then imagine yourself in an egg. So you are in an egg, a golden egg. That is your psychic protection. You're in this egg. Now take your thumb and press it on the other thumb. You strengthen that egg this way. And the egg becomes much stronger and thicker. Whenever you leave the house, you always press your both thumbs together, and it creates a circle around you with wonderful, wonderful colors. You can always create this egg whenever you feel you need to. Now, you, when you're relaxing, you look at this room, and there is a green door that opens. You stand up 
and you walk through that green door. You enter another room. But this room is different. There is no wooden floor. You are in a beautiful, huge mansion. The floor is made out of crystals and beautiful marble and gold and diamonds and rubies. And there's a woman that greets you. She tells you, come, sit with me. You sit with her, but you know nothing about her. So what you do is, you try to talk to your spirit guide. Ask him questions about that woman. She's sitting there and she asks you, What do you know about me? So you don't think. You start feeling out what you might have as an answer. Your spirit guide helps you. Your intuition helps you. Your inner voice helps you. And you start telling her things about herself. And she says yes to everything you felt about her. She says, now you know everything about me. She greets you. She hugs you. She shakes your hand, thanks you, and then tells you, now is the time for you to become psychic. She gives you a red ruby. And she says, put it in your pocket, always keep it with you, and you'll always be psychic. And now you just see blue, blue indigo colors everywhere around you. And they darken, they darken, and they darken and they become black until you see nothing but pitch black. And now you can open your eyes. Once you have opened your eyes, come back to reality. You're back in the real world. And now whenever you go out, you can always do this protective circle around you and know that you are always guided. Whenever you meet someone new, try to feel their aura. Try to know things about them without asking them. Then, if you feel you need to ask them something because you already know what it is, get a validation from them. Part 3 Meditation. You need to meditate a lot. To become a good psychic, you need to empty your brain and let insight come in. 
So take 5 to 20 minutes every day to meditate. You need to do that on a regular basis. You need to be consistent. So every day, meditate. Now a lot of people hate meditation. Why is that? Because they cannot stop the mind chatter. To remove the mind chatter, this is what you will do. You don't need to imagine stuff. You don't need to do anything. Just sit in your favorite chair or your bed. Close your eyes. Focus on your breath. And you will get a lot of thoughts that are going to come. But be the silent watcher. Don't interact with these thoughts. Don't interact with these thoughts. Just let them pass by. And keep focusing on your breath. Keep doing that. The more you focus on your breath, the more you stay in the present moment. And then you might get visions. Especially if you're wearing the crystals and you have charged them and asked of them of what you wanted, you will get answers. You will seek things. You will find things. So you might get images, you might get words, you might get stories, pictures, whatever they are. And try to do that every day. Don't miss one day. All real psychics meditate. Don't ever go to these online sites who claim they are psychics because they are all liars and charlatans. I tried the top five psychic sites to ask questions to psychics and they all were wrong because I had tricked them. I had gone to psychic source, I had gone to uranium, I had gone to so many sites and there was one that was rated number one, I forgot the name. And I actually don't have an older brother, I have a younger brother. So you choose the, usually the psychics there based on their rating. So I picked the best one. And I asked her, I said, will my bigger brother become a millionaire? And she answered me, spirit says yes. And I had paid $25 for that question. And now they're no longer allowed to just talk like that without putting a disclaimer on their site. And it says, for entertainment purposes only. A real psychic will not tell you that they are psychic. Unless you go to a psychic who is known 
and that will actually help you face to face. Now, mediums are different. If you want to talk to a loved one that has passed away, then you go to a medium. But we're not going to go talk about mediums now because we want to talk about psychic development. Crystals are there to help you, but you need to do the work. You need to meditate a lot. Eat healthy foods, lots of fruits and vegetables, that's very important. Here are some psychic experiments that you can do. Get a friend, a close friend, or a family member who is open about you becoming psychic and ask them to help you with exercises. So begin with a deck of cards, not tarot cards, but regular cards, cards with numbers and colors. So get a deck of playing cards and Get one black and one red and ask the person to shuffle them and then put them face down on the table and try not to guess but to feel which one, which card is red. Try to do that many times. And you will see, you will get the right answer. I did that with my brother. And I always knew which one was the red card and which one was the black card. We did another experiment. Try doing that. Close your eyes or let your friend or family member blindfold you and stand in the street, not the main highway, but just a normal street, and let them ask you what color of the car that is passing by. So close your eyes, and when a car passes by, Try to feel what color it is and try to just let things happen the way they should. I did this with my brother and I always got the colors right five times together. So there was a car that passed by and he asked me, what color is it? I said, red. He said, you're right. Another car passed by. He said, what color is it? I said, white. He said, you're right. Then the next car came. He said, what color is it? I said, white again. And I was right. So you need to practice. Do little exercises like that. Practice. Another way you can practice is by holding a glass of water and asking a friend or a loved one if they drank the water or not. 
So you hold the glass of water, you give it to them, they can choose to drink the water or not. Keep your eyes closed and then focus. Let your intuition guide you. So, say the answer. Yes, you drank the water. And you can open your eyes and see if the glass is full or if it's empty. So these are good exercises that you can do. If you want to learn more about becoming a psychic, why don't you reach out to a real psychic and ask him or her to help you? Let them teach you. Don't go online. Don't go on videos. These are people who are just trying to get views. You need to speak to a real prominent psychic and if you have to pay them for their services to help you do that you need help so try everything you can meditation exercises and learning from psychics practice makes perfect there is no other way to become a good psychic, you need to practice. It's like learning the violin. You need to practice as much as you can. You need to do the work. You need to meditate. You need to stop listening to parasites. And if you ever go to a psychic and he or she tells you when you're gonna die, then that's not a real psychic because nobody knows when you're gonna die. Let's say you want to be clairvoyant. Use a statement. Use a phrase. And whenever you want to meditate, sit and say to yourself, begin with this. I am then take a deep breath in and say clairvoyant, then breathe out. So you say, I am, breathe in, then say clairvoyant, then breathe out. Keep doing that for a while. With all the exercises and meditations, you will really become a good psychic. There's no doubt about that. It's just a matter of shifting. See, you are already psychic. It's just a matter of shifting. Some people will find it hard at first because all their chakras might be closed. So you need to open all of your chakras. You have seven chakras. You need to open them. So, you need to go to an energy worker. I don't like to, work, to use the word Reiki because it's been used a lot. And there are a lot of corrupt people who say they are Reiki masters. So, go to a good energy healer 
and let him or her open all of your chakras and specially work on your third eye chakra to open it and activate it. Once your chakras are fully open, you cannot let yourself get negative or get upset. Do not watch the news. Do not watch negative things. These will close your chakras. You need to continue to stay positive, relaxed, and happy. So I hope that you have enjoyed this audiobook. Listen to it several times. Share it with a friend. And I am very grateful that I've shared all this with you. I hope you have enjoyed everything that I've had to share. Thank you.